Everybody, it's uh, Wes and Andy. Welcome to the uh, 25th installment of uh, Random Fandom on this uh, Tuesday night for the week of uh, July 25th. 25, 25th, 25 for 25. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Wow. I can't believe we've been going this long. 25 weeks of random stuff. Yeah. And, uh, the keeps, world does not cease to deliver. No, it keeps <laughs> delivering more and more and more. Uh, no doubt this week uh, we just had, uh, well, it's uh, still Sunday. So I guess, the, uh, and it's in another time zone. So it probably hasn't wrapped up completely by now, but it's yeah. uh, San Diego Comic Con this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, which means lots of reveals. Um, and they were fast and furious. So no doubt we've missed a few <laughs> this week, but uh that's right facebook user says hey fellas and we uh throw a hey right back to you love you have a great show thank you so much i think it's a it's a great show i like it Mm -hmm. it's informative it's got swear words and (laughs) was it last week we had boobies Uh, this week i got a sunburn i stood out in the sun a little bit too long today so if i look extra red you know why yeah Random Phantom for uh, the week of uh, Tuesday, July the, the uh, 25th. Uh, don't forget, we are a, a call-in show, so uh, you can always hit us up uh, on the custom WhatsApp link. It is linked in the description of this live stream. And it has worked multiple times. It has. The line is open. Uh, feel free to call in at any time. Uh, we will break for uh, incoming phone calls. <laughs> this show breaks for incoming calls. That's right. Before we get to the show... Oh, I think it's time we probably time for uh, a tradition. We probably dig in and uh, ask another one of those random fandom trivia. Nice. What do you think? I got one for you. Sure. Which actor was offered the role of Jack Dawson in Titanic but turned it down? Oh. Oh man, I don't know. I'm having a hard time imagining it with anybody else other than uh DiCaprio because mm-hmm. he um, didn't really nail the part well it's been a long time since I mean I enjoyed Titanic I, I've seen it a few times yeah. I haven't watched it recently does it still I guess it still, it still holds up. up yeah I mean the number of I theatrical mean, re-releases it's had everybody just questions why there wasn't room on that headboard for two uh well yeah the uh floating was it a I thought it was a door or something yeah, it's like a bedroom headboard oh okay okay I did fit on it yeah, I'd have found a way. <laughs> Which actor was offered the role of Jack Dawson in Titanic, but turned it down? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what about you folks out there? Anybody want to take a guess at it before we uh, before we uh, pull the veil back on this one? I do not know the answer. He's a uh, popular actor, and I can see why they would offer it to him. The question is, who turned it down? Are they still a popular actor? Oh, we have an answer. 
we have an answer. I would believe, yes, they are still a popular actor. Uh, Facebook user says, Depp. Depp. And, uh, yeah, Facebook user. Oh, Johnny. It was Johnny Johnny Depp. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder, you know, is, is there... Is there any regrets that go with that? I don't know. Probably not. He's got a pretty storied career. When was the first Pirates? Uh, One way or another, he landed on a boat. 2000 and early. Mm. (laughs) 2000 and before now. Mm. Uh, uh, In the early aughts, maybe? Yeah, because Titanic was like 90-something. 96, 97. Not sure. Not 100% sure on that one. But wow, Johnny Depp turned down... uh, Turn down, turn it down. Um, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I know the movie we got, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, oh, look at that! <laughs> I heard it on a podcast recently. Crazy that you guys asked that. Yeah, there. I mean, uh, funny that that worked out that way. Oh, and it's Major, by the way. Hey, Major, how are you? Thank you for tuning in, Major Medina. One half, the other half of the uh, Reflex Point A Robotech. Uh, podcast good to have you on board tonight sir i guess we should have put up the uh how to show your uh your name yeah how to show your name there is a there is a way to do it normally we make it part of the show but i guess i didn't (laughs) sorry all right let's get to uh um let's get to the the we're gonna start on a sad note oh another one yeah yeah another one okay uh this week tony bennett has passed away at the age of 96 i you hate to say that you knew that this was coming. Yeah. Um, Kim and I were talking about this the other day and the last time that we saw him was on uh, some kind of documentary that he had a very uh, uh, interesting special relationship with Lady Gaga. Yeah. He had like a very, I I guess a resurgence at the end of his career. He was performing with Lady Gaga. He was doing MTV unplugged. So he's, I mean, he'd had some, uh, um, uh, issues, some, uh, um, dementia issues. Yeah. And so, um, what was interesting was watching the, the, the footage of him and Lady Gaga talking to each other. And, um, once she got him singing, he was right back to like hit the heyday of, of Vegas. Right. Hmm. It was just incredible to watch. And still like, I still think there is something to the power of music that, you know, oh the right God, song yeah. with the right person can trigger the right neural pathway. Yeah. And I mean, long-term memory is this like really interesting, the, the human brain, let's just leave it at that. The human brain is this like incredible machine that, you know, can, and, and people do, they rewire their brain without even without knowing. Yeah. Without knowing. I mean, we've seen it in, in, uh, in stroke victims, uh, all the time where, suddenly they're using different portions of their brain that weren't, uh, that weren't lit up before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Facebook user. What is that? I have a human Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was brain brain. Oh, it's in a jar under the bed. Ooh. Do you, uh, bring that out for special occasions? Maybe no, that's a Halloween balls attached. Yeah. Really? <laughs> a la Robocop too. Uh, wow. That's a blast from the past. But uh, born uh, Anthony Dominic Benedetto, uh, professionally known as Tony Bennett. He was yeah. American jazz and traditional pop singer. Uh, he had amassed so many accolades, including 20 Grammy Awards, including the Lifetime Achievement Award. Only 20. Only 20. Yeah. And two Primetime Emmy Awards. Nothing. 
No accolades. Not at all. <laughs> Who is this guy? But uh, his uh, discography consists of 61 studio albums, <sighs> 11 live albums, 33 compilation albums, three video albums, and one extended play, as well as 83 singles. That's incredible. That's a huge portion. Uh, when you say 61 studio albums, I mean, I, I would hazard a guess. I, I have to say, as a 70s kid growing up in the 80s, all the artists that I like to, to listen to, like the, the mainstream rock, nobody I listen to has that many records. <laughs> Nobody get like maybe three out of them these days. And <sighs> I was like, Oh, we broke up to reform something else. My favorite band when they, when they called quits, you know, after 40 odd years of playing, I think they still only had 20, 18, hmm. 18 studio, uh, studio albums. How many does kiss have now? Studio albums. Yeah. It would be close. It'd be similar. Uh, 20 ish. Hmm. Um, but like greatest hits and compilations, True. there there are many that yes. pads that pads the number out quite a it bit. It does. I can't Especially tell you the like last the alive time. albums and oh, that's true. Alive was good. Alive four, Alive four was the one they did with the the Melbourne mm. Symphony Orchestra. That's the last. I like that one actually. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, our thoughts are with uh, Tony Bennett's family and, of course, uh, all of the uh, real family and extended family and uh, the fan family as it were, as, uh, every time, uh, we lose one of the good ones, the great ones, you know, we, uh, the world loses just a little bit of light. Yep. But a mystery has been solved. Oh, all right. The mystery of the cameo of who played Jay Garrick in that flash uh-huh. image. Uh-huh. Uh, it's been solved. Okay. And it turns out it was one of the film editors, Jason Ballantyne was an editor. He was an editor on, on the movie. And they need oh. a face, so he stepped in. <laughs> you know, the only reason that I, if you did not, uh, if you did not put a, a photo uh, up beside that image from the movie, I still, I would have called BS on that one. <laughs> Seriously, I would have. But no, uh, yeah, I see it. Yeah, according to it. him, uh, director Andy Machete wanted to highlight one of the digitally created characters for the sequence, and. Uh, production visual effects supervisor john dj de jardin yeah reported that it would be better to have a real face just to help with the look of the shot and that led to him volunteering to have his face put on the digital figure i i would love to to be more microscopic on this one because of the fallout that sort of came out of this scene like mm, uh, i think i would have remembered shooting a major motion yeah, teddy picture. sears right i would love to get a shot of that costume mm. up against this version of the costume because i mean that's very much leathery jacket yeah. like like sure you needed a face but i don't know yeah well i'm glad the mystery solved yep sort of kind of <laughs> no it's i guess it's solved i don't know if i like it <laughs> it doesn't really matter though yeah what's done is done uh sticking with dc news though okay uh, superman legacy has nabbed uh barry star anthony kerrigan Oh. to play the dc hero metamorpho metamorpho what do we know this gentleman any of his other work i don't uh, think i know this barry and you would probably recognize him i believe as zaz in gotham oh right yeah. okay okay yeah but uh that's not all there's also one floating around and it's not confirmed but people are speculating that perhaps 
John Mulaney will be playing Plastic Man. That's cool. Um, I can see that working out really so well. This is not because I saw that and I and I actually thought, oh, this is this is a done deal. You're saying it's not. No, uh, apparently it's just some sort of grassroots movement to get him in interesting there. And there is a twitter account called Mulaney for plastic man <laughs> is and, it a twitter account or an x account oh i guess it's oh an x my account. gosh uh i checked uh, uh speaking of that as i'm just kind of mo- i'm hijacking the show here for a second i checked today and, and your icon still says that it's still i still have a bird when i fired mine up today yeah it came with the x so you don't have I mean, I've, this is, this is actually the show's, uh, Twitter. This is our, the, I don't know if you guys can see that. Maybe I better turn my brightness down here. This is the, the fandom power Twitter feed here and it still shows, uh, there it is the, uh, the little Tweety bird. Yeah. So we, well, so we haven't, so he's slow going, rolling it out. I guess spot. the rollouts, man, you must be a way more active Twitter guy to have the, to have it, um, yeah. rolled well, out quickly. It, I was looking on a desktop today too. So, ah, uh, that would yeah probably why. I'm sure if I logged into our Twitter on desktop, it would be the same thing, but mobile still got a bird. Yep. Who knows for how long? Oh, did you see the thing? You know what else <laughs> X is <it> represents <laughs> uninstall. Uh-oh. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> posted a meme about it was the evolution of the, the Twitter logo and it was like X. Oh. And then there, there was a bunch of them. Like um, Twitter is, is not allowed to go to any of the X meetings. And it was like the X men. And <laughs> <laughs> I saw another one and it was uh they're, I know it's a joke, but they were said they were going to start their own video integration and they were going to call it X videos, X videos. Oh boy. That could get scary quick. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to hijack that, but good. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Uh, John Mulaney. I hope, uh, I hope he gets the job. Mm. <laughs> I hope he gets the job because I think, yes, I think he's a great casting choice as well. He's a, he's a funny dude yeah. and plastic man is supposed to be a yeah. funny dude. He can also be deadly too. What, like just wrap yourself around somebody's uh no if you've read the injustice book oh it's fairly lethal in that book i think anybody who can you know stop you from breathing yeah you know that's he ends up he has to go break into an underwater facility to save his son oh okay and so like you know the gloves are off he's not funny plastic man anymore okay like deadly all right well that's fair yeah like to see even your goofballs kind of get serious every once in a while once in a while but another goofball oh the cast of Deadpool three is starting to uh, round out pretty nicely. Oh, this is an interesting look. Now we've got a, a grid here. Uh, now these are all confirmed. The grid ones in black and white are confirmed. These are confirmed. So okay. we've got Ryan Reynolds, who obviously, yeah, who Jackman is Wolverine. Uh, Jennifer Garner is uh, returning as Electra. So this is confirmed now. This is confirmed. Oh, Owen Wilson will be in there as Mobius. Mobius. Well, I like that. Now that we're tying it in with the TVA, I yeah. like that. Uh, uh, Tara Strong as Miss Minutes. Interesting. Uh, both Yukio and T- Negasonic Teenage Warhead are back. Okay. Uh, Marina Bacarin. Oh, Marina Bacarin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. back as Vanessa. Uh, Can't have Deadpool without her. No. Blind Al will be returning as well. <laughs> uh, as well as Colossus, Depender, and Peter. Nice. Oh, Peter. Wait, did he not go through a chipper shredder? But he saved him in, in the time... Oh, did end. he? Oh, at the end. Right, right. Yeah, go home, sugar bear. <laughs> go Mission's home, over. Go home. But, so, okay, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. But there's more rumors. Uh, there are rumors floating about that Elizabeth Olsen will be stepping back into the Wanda Maximoff role. Right. Uh, but this time it'll be the 616 version taking oh. possession of the Earth 838 version. And the rumor oh. goes further that she may square off 
against Famke Jansen's Jean Grey. I heard something about in, that. In like the Scarlet Witch versus the Phoenix. I heard something about that. And so then <laughs> this ties in with some of those early rumors about Deadpool is basically going to kill the Fox universe, Marvel universe. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, that's a great comment. Uh, I actually said that the other day. <laughs> that would be awesome. And David Hasselhoff is Nick Fury. You know, we've had the Hoff. Hoff is part of the MCU. Yeah. I mean, he was in uh, what? Uh, Thor Ragnarok in one of the, the credit scenes. He was doing this musical number. Yes. Was it, yeah, it was Ragnarok, wasn't it? Maybe Love and Thunder. I can't remember. One of the movies, the Hoff is in a post-credit scene doing a musical number. Hmm. I know he's there. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited for this. Oh, Gia Downs too. Oh, oops, Guardians too. Guardians too. Yes, I knew it was one of them. Thank you. I needed that. All right. Well, Deadpool three shaping up to be uh, uh, an event. Yes. And given that, you know, everything that's happening over at Disney, this might be one to hang on to because what are they saying now? Uh, Quality over quantity. And uh, yeah, things are going to about to slow way down. Assuming we can get through the strike. Assuming. Yes. Are we talking about the strike this week? Yeah, we got a couple for it. Not not as many as last week. Okay, good. I don't need to get all fired up again. No, but you might anyway. Also. Okay. All right. Uh, This one was announced at san diego comic-con okay oh yes that too uh facebook user major oh yeah apple plus there is the rumor that i tried looking that up purchase disney i saw the that hank had sent us a message uh, saying that i tried to look it up i couldn't find anything to to link it to yeah yeah so you know it is going to come down we are going to have our by and large i mean apple's already got their own streaming service so why not take the rest of them? So, well, <laughs> you know what? I don't mind. I, I mean, I, I've talked about this before. I, I pay for like a, a good chunk of them, at least the ones that we can get here in Canada. Um, Netflix, Prime Video, Disney Plus, uh, Crave, which is a, the Canadian one, and Paramount yeah. Plus. Yeah. Um, I, I like them. <laughs> I, I like that stuff. I haven't seen anything that oh. there hasn't been anything on Apple that's made me go like I must get the Apple TV. Oh well, what do you know? <laughs> Facebook user, it's Hank. So now we have Facebook user Major, and we have Facebook user Hank. There we go. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good. Thank you for identifying yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so Hank, you're gonna like this one. Uh, they debuted the new opening for Rick and Morty, the anime, the anime. I did uh, sit back and watch this and I was just like, eh, I'm not invested in Rick and Morty though. So, so um, and nor uh, am I invested in modern anime. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the previous anime that they did, it was really good. And I believe this is the uh, same director, uh, Takashi Sano. Okay. Yeah, he previously directed the tower of God episode. Oh, all right. And, uh, it looks good to me. He, he's on there saying, you know, he wants to do right by Rick and Morty fans. And uh, I believe him. I think so. I mean, they obviously have uh, trust in him to deliver something that is going to Will, be. Yeah. Not distract from. Yeah. The original yeah, yeah. series, Like kind of hold true to it. Um, You know what? I should have mentioned that. Do you know, did you catch the, uh, the Futurama thing this week? 
I haven't watched it yet. Okay, so it came. Uh, it Futurama did. came back to TV this week. Yesterday. Yesterday, I have not watched not it. Not only is it on Hulu, I think. We'll get it on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's on. Disney yeah, Plus. yeah, for sure. Yeah, in Canada on yeah. Disney Plus. But the opening theme song is called "Love Is Entropy." Yeah, by the O-Tones, a Japanese group. It was it was catchy. Yeah, it was catchy for you know. I kind of was thinking you know Teen Titans. Yeah, you know it, it's it's got a you know a Japanese pop vibe. <laughs> if you're into Japanese pop, Let's see here, uh, 1923 with Harrison goes on Apple Plus. Okay. I don't have Apple Plus. So I don't either. I mean, I, I get, I see the icon, but I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what it costs. Yeah, I haven't looked into it yet. And then free Justin Roiland. Roiland, okay. Yeah, because like really, they've announced that they're not going to get like some crazy replacement. They're just oh, going they're to not, get yeah. higher sound alikes. So they're going to hire Dave Coulier. Maybe. <laughs> King of sound alikes in the 1980s and 90s, right? Maybe. It's not going to be the same though. No, no, no. But uh, Disney uh, CEO Bob Iger. Oh yeah, yeah. Recently uh, reminted, reminted, and yeah. immediately got himself into some hot water. Okay, what are you doing, Bob? Uh, he's in damage control mode right now. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Because he was quoted as saying, uh, "What was he saying?" There's something to the effect of, "I think you've got it." Traditional quoted there. TV business may not be core. To the entertainment giant. Traditional TV, as in like broadcast television? Like money bleeding channels, ABC and ESPN. Money bleeding. That is a, <laughs> yeah, that's a quote from the story there. Um, but of course that sent shockwaves through and people are just scrambling. Like, what do you mean you're going to sell ABC? Because he said, well, we're maybe looking for a partner for ESPN. Uh, like, like who? To- yeah, like who's gonna dive in and pay half the money for the channel? Maybe it's gonna be ASPN when it goes to Apple. Maybe I don't know, but yeah, he's currently doing damage control uh, because uh, the source that is quoting on this says uh, his comments were undisciplined and off message. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really weird again in the face of the strike that you've got people who are fighting to you know for a living and you've got guys like this at the top end go on well maybe we'll just sell the channel sure you know it this whole like bottom dollar is everything just kind of makes me shake my head every time i think about it yeah but Iger is quoted as saying i'm ridiculously passionate about news and it's important to this company uh we need to figure out how to make this the transition into streaming and i happen to believe we will endure it's too good too important and it was really fun Speaking of all the channels, I guess, but what like regular broadcast TV? Yeah, because they have uh, ABC, ESPN, and then uh, yeah, they also have FX and National Geographic. Oh yeah, when they picked up uh, uh, yeah. Fox and stuff, yeah. <sighs> but is there a place for regular broadcast TV? The funny thing is, I'm a cord cutter. <laughs> I'm a cord cutter. I'm not. I am not part of that demographic i don't consume tv the traditional way so maybe he is speaking to me but i i don't i don't begrudge the traditional tv model i mean it's all paid advertising anyway yeah so i I don't know maybe it's just not making enough money maybe it's that direct uh recurrent revenue uh a la subscribers that is more lucrative than the the old-fashioned way i don't know 
One of our Facebook users says, word is they've lost 4 million subs. 4 million subs in the last quarter. Oh, wow. That's uh, that's quite a bit. Who? Someone just got an injection of subscribers. Netflix, I think, just picked up a bunch hmm. uh, in a relatively short window. Um, the insider who's feeding this information out, though, uh, is quoted as saying, it's great to say he loves the jewel. It's great to say that the jewel is important, and it's great to say the jewel is fun, but he has revealed the truth. He wants to get the highest price he can for the jewel because he can't afford it. Can't anymore. afford it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like saying I got the nicest car, but it's also, but I don't want to pay for it anymore. It's the biggest gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> 1 million, oh, 1 million subscribers gone after Disney plus India got rid of cricket league leaf. Yep, probably league. I believe that is a typo. I, I can see that down in there. If like, because cricket's huge over there. Well, right? yeah, anywhere outside of North America. Yeah, yeah, it's like the 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 real football, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that thing that they play in America and up here. Yeah, uh, the other one that you actually play with your feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now to some good news. Oh, nice. Uh, Keith David. Oh, I love Keith. He is going to voice Hordak in Masters of the Universe Revolution. When I saw this, I immediately like I'm like Keith David played Spawn for HBO. So absolutely he can play a badass villain. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like him. So uh, I am I am super excited for this. And I love I love the animation model. He He looks looks so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you needed a tear up from Skeletor villain. That's it. Well, I mean, I noticed that you included it. I included a small shot because uh, along with uh, revealing that David will be voicing Hordak. Yeah. uh, They also revealed a figure for the upcoming Skeletor appearance, which is interesting. Run in with the uh, techno cult that they um, are continuing the line uh, under the Masterverse banner. But yeah, we know that it's going to be called Revolution. So that's pretty cool. Yeah um cyborg skeletor anybody yeah basically uh, i i, I, I look, dig it i think it's kind of like incorporating some of his uh new adventures of he-man look which is funny because they're doing it they've done a uh, new adventures skeletor in the masterverse line hmm. i was thinking that um this is this is good this is pushing new boundaries uh hmm. whereas like the masterverse line and the origins line kind are still redoing and rechugging out the which is fine which is fine because that keeps the brand alive yeah but nice to see that along with that we're getting new stuff like this is a new we can call it a variant i guess yeah but it is a new version of skeletor that is circumstantial to what has happened to him not just a variant for variant's sake yeah and i like that unlike uh, what was it uh medieval skeletor or whatever it was samurai skeletor the 2000 the entire 2000 x line ninja skeletor but again like and not to slag the line because i i love that was a great line i love masters of the universe it is it is one of the my top three entertainment properties childhood properties of all time um but in the masterverse line they were doing those new attorney figures yes which were still essentially the classic guys with a few extra parts to change their look a little bit yeah i mean okay so you could do zodak with uh, shoulder pads yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like it's Buzz still, still zodak yeah 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 
but this this is a fresh take cool keith david's gonna be uh hordak gonna be skeletor's uh badass master mm-hmm. oh that's one step away from she-ra by the way that is i that's just like right on the just in right case you weren't paying attention to this whole masters of the universe thing that's like he-man's sister yep and we're like one step away Love it. In case you forgot, because I know some people out there still think that they're like, you know, husband and wife, <laughs> which is just weird. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Hey, man. No. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's your sister, dude. Don't be Luke. <laughs> but we're at uh, a spot here. What? <gasps> oh, my God. It's that time again. Hold on here. I think I've got a thing. Yep, I found it. All right. Unleash this thing. Loading lexicon. Generating responses. Responses ready. Lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con. Get ready. Here we go. All right. Uh, this week's edition of uh, Lexicon is a uh, fan submission. Uh, so this is going to be interesting to uh, to go through. Uh, I'm going to give you a uh, no nonsense word, but it's actually real. I'm going to give you three definitions and it uh, is up uh, to you and to everybody who is uh, watching in the live stream tonight to try and pick out the right definition so before i guess we should uh, get right into it um what is all right the word? The, the word for this week is hippopotaminstrosisquiptaliophobia that's a mouthful mouthful of phobia that's what it is i can't even pronounce it um <laughs> you want to hear it again yeah this week's word is hippopotaminstrosisquiptaliophobia and in case you're still struggling with it i've got it spelled it phonetically Let me one more time here we go Hippopotamonstrosisquiptaliophobia. Hippopotamonstrosisquiptaliophobia. If I wasn't looking at it, I could not pronounce it. You made this word up. (laughs) (laughs) Hence, mouthful of phobia. There you go. (laughs) All right. So, uh, first on the docket, uh, our first choice for what is this word is the fear of long words. I'm afraid of this word. That's the first one. Uh, the other one, sorry, the next one, uh, definition number two is. The irrational fear of encountering unusually long breadsticks served at some Italian restaurants. And definition number three. The fear of large amphibious mammals. Ooh, all right. What do you think? Um, hang on a second here. What do we got? We have one answer coming in. This is This was not one of the choices, but I do like this one. Mm. The fear of being trapped in an elevator underwater in a prison with a hippo. <laughs> That's a great definition for um, hippopotaminstrosisquiptaliophobia. There it is. Mouthful of phobia. <laughs> uh, I love that answer. It is incorrect, but I wish it wasn't. I'm going to go with number three. You're going to go with three. The fear of large amphibious mammals. Well, that would be the obvious one, uh, base, uh, being that it's based under uh, uh, hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Hippop- the yeah. big thing that lives in Africa, you know. That giant thing that'll eat you. Oh, we got another one for number three. That's two for number three. All right, I'm going to give it a couple of more seconds here. One more time. Let's hear that word. Let's give it the slowdown here. Hippopotamus squipped aliophobia. 
Mouthphobia. Mouthphobia. Yes, that's what it is. All right. Well, here you go, guys. If you uh, said uh, answer uh, number one, you were correct. Oh, I didn't need. Oh, I blew it. There it is. It is uh, answer number one. It so is the not number three. fear of long words. Well, that word is scary to pronounce. Um, ironically enough, the this word. Let me just back this up so we can all see the uh, the word itself. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I was doing this wrong. There it is. One of the longest words in the English dictionary. And it's the fear of long words. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, all right. That. Oh, hang on a second. What do I got coming in here? Oh, that's because it's not in my pop-up book of phobias. <laughs> I'd have to write that over three pages. That is fair. That is absolutely fair. Well, that's been uh, Lexicon for this week. Uh, come back next week when we're going to have another weird uh, sounding word that is totally real, but sounds ridiculous. All right, let's get back to the show. Yep. So next up, uh, I think we've got Toy News. Oh, because there isn't enough of that coming out of San Diego. Comic oh, my on. gosh. There's so much coming out of there. Never mind week. all the other stuff that's going on. Oh, great segment. I thank you. I uh, really love that segment. I don't even know. It was just a like a weird thing that I thought of. What just a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, it seems to have cemented its place. It I, is I a it, it is a regular. It is a regular ongoing feature now. Nice. Hopefully, I don't run out of weird words. Oh, we sure we can find more. Our bad we Star Wars haven't bad run Star, out of bad Star Wars jokes, yet, and they're so. getting pretty thin. <laughs> <laughs> this next one. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we told yeah. you about the upcoming Mattel Creations Jurassic Park Gateway. Yeah, uh, with its lights, moving gates, and three oh, is this uh, somebody else's answer? Uh, this is definitely somebody else's answer. Uh, I don't know how I feel about um, this. Ramen Toys. Yeah, there we off go. A look at their latest project, the Gateway to Mount Jura. Yeah, the <laughs> Mount Jura. And uh, there's only one day remaining for the Mattel Creations. Yeah, and they've only received uh, fifteen hundred out um, of the five thousand required. Yeah, it's not going to make to it. go. And with that little time left, no. And in typical ramen fashion, they're just going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, could this be why nobody is backing the official one? Well, because like if the battle of the two Unicron project is any indication, well, maybe this we is the one that's going to bring the lawyers down. Okay. So the, um, we've already seen a case of, of ramen having to pivot when the Maverick figure got shut down. Yeah. And that's now become this like pilots of the world uh, uh, line that they're doing. Same body, it's the Maverick body, but we can't use Tom Cruise's head. So you know somebody got involved, Paramount. Yeah, some said no. Um, well, this is Universal, so yeah, I don't know. Mattel creates. I don't know. It, you know, it's that same thing that they did with the Engine of Vengeance. Yeah, you know they they put their version, of, which is about to ship here. I think they've yeah they've shown off quite a bit of it now. Um. Not sure how I feel about it. I'm not opposed to people doing that, like third-party stuff. As a Transformer guy, I own third-party Transformers. I quite enjoy them. Um, but you know my opinion on ramen. They're they're quite flagrant in the in, way that uh, they... Licensing. They, yeah, the way that they flaunt how they think that they are well, it is essentially kind of untouchable. funny with this one production image because yeah. it actually blurred out where it would read Jurassic Park. On oh, the yeah. Show. Yeah, yeah. So, but in another shot, you can actually see the J. Like I said, flagrant. Yeah. 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 It's pretty flagrant. And, uh, you know, that's, that could backfire. 
Yeah, I it could backfire yeah. really bad. Yeah, yeah. But I guess we'll wait and see. I mean, I'm sure the companies that own these properties have way more money than than a small toy company like Ramen that could afford to spend on lawyers. Yeah. So, you know. I love what they're doing. I just also don't love it. <laughs> just the way they're going about it. It's a love-hate. Yeah. But on to some San Diego stuff. Ooh, all right. Uh, day one. Speaking of, of gates, open up those floodgates. Yeah. Uh, day one, the Black Series got a reveal. Uh-huh. Oh! Free Vizsla. Uh, we kind of, like, dug in on this figure when we, the first images that we saw. I quite like it. Um, Lots of reuse here. Mm. But that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's pre-Vizsla. And look at that freaking helmet. Um, Major, if you're still uh, listening, uh, can you say VF1S? Uh, (laughs) The four-pronged helmet is a love letter to uh, Macross and Robotech. Love that uh, integration. Um, This is absolutely absolutely a must-have as a Black Series collector for me. So I will be looking forward to this one. Beginning history of Mandalore, right? Yeah, I mean, you could have a nice uh, fight with... uh, Pose him up with your maul. Pose him up with your... uh, with your Bo-Katan and all your other Mandos. Mm. Yeah. Going to be a fine addition though. And I, and I do like the way that the black series does interpret animation and, and puts that just realistic. Yeah. That it's a, a, that looks like a human doesn't look like a cartoon. Yeah. 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 Totally love that. Well, day two, they gave even more. All right. Starting off with the new Ahsoka Tano. Okay. So wait, we asked, is this a straight-up reissue of the Mandalorian Ahsoka? I don't think so. I don't know if I have one handy. I, I did mean to put a side-by-side, but uh, time got away from me. I thought I, I might actually have one. Hold on that for a second. All right, well, I can talk about it here. Um, this is inspired by the upcoming Ahsoka show, set after the fall of the Empire. Um, features multiple points of articulation, like all the rest, and includes her two signature lightsabers as accessories. You think I have one in arm's reach? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> I was thinking I so did. <laughs> It'll be in the last place you look. But, uh, you know, the, the face sculpt on it really, it's Rosario Dawson. Oh, I don't, ow. I don't know where I put it. That's all good. Um, but there's no denying, like, that does look like, figure. that does look like the, uh, the, 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 the book of Boba Fett version, I guess. Yeah. I kind of just want if that is that what we're seeing? I don't know. Maybe I don't. Know. I like it though. We, we'll I like not, it. We'll I have on it this week and put up a post. I have. I have come around. Oh, interesting. You froze the second you said my name, Major. Okay. Am I still frozen? Hope not. Uh, I hope not. I know we've had some weird connection issues. I'm hoping that that's just a small hiccup. Hmm. Nobody else is commenting. No. So either everything's fine or we've completely crapped out. Maybe <laughs> completely crapped out. Yes. Ahsoka can't say enough about the, the series. I, I am uh, as amped up for this one as I was for Andor. And if you followed our, our Andor review series, you know how much I love that show. So very much uh, excited for this one. Yeah. But that's not the only one out there. We're also getting general Harrison Dula. Mm, and this one is based on Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, this is also from the Ahsoka show. Yeah, I'm quite happy with this one as well. 
uh, as I already have the uh, the the rebels version of this, I may end up. <laughs> now the question is, if we do everybody over again in in live action uh, version, do they? supplant my animation versions well no you'd have to have your animation corner and your live action corner i don't know if i could do that it's yeah, hard you, you got your mcu and your non-mcus but yeah but my collection of non-mcu consists only of the new warriors and spider-man and his amazing friends so okay. it's a very small segment like there's only a few rebels so. this go yeah that's true <laughs> this goes back to my uh, my love hate with the with collecting action figures that i just uh, it's hard to to find value there at forty some dollars a yeah. figure Canadian. Don't get me wrong, I love this figure. Yep, <laughs> I hope she's good, Mary Elizabeth Winston. I hope she's good. Yeah, I'm sure she will be. But then we also All have right. Sabine Wren. See, now I have the first release uh, Black Series Sabine that's like really got some bad derpy uh, face portrait. Yeah. It's awful. So um, anything is better than that. <laughs> including this one which i'm not 100 percent sure i don't know if it's just the photography on this one or if it's like there's something flat there maybe it's the belt i don't know hmm. but i'm down for another sabine yeah but that's not all they did they also revealed some holiday stuff <sighs> including wait is that is that hey, hey! that is a bubble <laughs> frick yeah that will never get old for me yeah. by the way and this dude is just a Mandalorian scout, but he looks pretty decent. With what his, are we? Like, what are we calling Christmas this sweater? I like that he's got like a like a postage or a, a present, like a gift yeah, tag like on the Christmas box package type thing. What are we calling this? I, I don't know. Like the, uh, I don't know what the theme is here. What's the Mandalorian scout holiday edition? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what I mean when I say theme, though. Like yeah. you know, like okay, the, this one is the snowman one, and the True. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I don't know what I'm looking what they've at. They've already done. Yeah, they're just going full bore. Like everybody who has been released gets like a Christmas gets the variant. One. I was gonna say because with the N1 on the chest, this is what the the blueprint version. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Well, it's like he's supposed to be a a, a a Christmas seal. That's what he's supposed to be. Maybe because it's got that when that you zoom up stitching on it. It's an ugly Christmas sweater. It is literally an ugly Christmas sweater of the N1. <laughs> but it's still great. armor. That's great. <laughs> By the way, this line, totally not for me. It's not my <laughs> thing. I can appreciate it for what it is, just not my thing. But, you know, you're looking for an extra Mandalorian to fill out your ranks. There you go. Well, yeah, but it's not going to cost you any less. No, it's not. And it's not like these things. That's the one thing I will say about the holiday line is I didn't see too many of them hanging around on clearance aisles. No. So I don't know if they got put away and we'll just save them for next for year and sell them at the new, whatever the price point is come November, December. Wouldn't shock me. There is one in this line. And I did mention that, yeah, that I actually like here. if I was going to, th there's only one that I would do it. Now they also released. Well, it's not this one. No, uh, <laughs> holiday edition of the Ewok. Now is that? And I am actually tempted by this one. Is that Paplu? Uh, you know, it might be. I think it's Paplu. But it comes with a little porg and a uh, Christmas present type oh. chest. Oh, so it does. And you know what the chest is? The chest looks like a reuse of the uh, Rise of Sky not the Rise. It's the Force Awakens chest with where Luke's, the lightsaber was in Luke's uh, lightsaber. Moscow yeah, place. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it fits with the theme, though. But they've got all the tooling and the parts, so yeah. it's just do another run, give them Different a new deco. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. This Again, he's closer to like a baby. Yet. I could. T- well, here's the thing, right? Like, I would buy that. That's an albino Ewok. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you repainted the toes and the fingers and the the nose and the lips, that's another Ewok for your collection. True. Um, you might have to do something with the hood, but yeah. this one is not. Uh, does not feel like it's violating so much. <laughs> that's the one you want that is the one if i was going to buy one of these this is the one that i would do a purge trooper as a nutcracker yeah i'm that as it comes with a little mouse droid and the photography here they have him playing with it yeah 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 yeah. that uh he's holding a giant rifle (laughs) the the skirt how it ties in with the jacket which is part of his armor there's this one does something for me that none of the other ones do now the question is is the crown just paint or is there actual molding in that i believe it is just the paint just paint eh? okay because uh, another one here that has what should be like a 3d embellishment is yeah, just yeah. paint. okay but uh the next one here well uh, santa type jawa santa jawa with a delicious uh... crumb done up in holiday colors <laughs> but there is another one there's a couple more here uh we have the snow trooper and this well, there the you one. go. The snowman. Yeah. Yeah. And that carrot nose should be a 3d, but it's just, it's just a tampo. Yeah. Oh, but they did make the gun with an orange barrel. Yeah. So like they're still theming it out. Uh, they're trying. Yeah. They're trying. And then this one is our final holiday one. Yep. Yep. The KX security droid with a BD. Yeah. Also I do like BD. Out. again, not my thing. I appreciate it for what it is, but no yeah <laughs> but that's not all the star wars we have oh we got more star wars we news do. oh uh, all right all right oh right the new republic e-wing versus shin hati star well that's great because the last time that i saw this in lego it was on the box for the ghost hmm. uh, the lego ghost but now we've got a clear look at uh what are we calling this now shin hati's starfighter shin hati's starfighter and the e-wing starfighter yeah uh oh. price is 139.99 canadian for two ships for two ships and five uh, figures. what a thousand fifty six pieces yeah i don't know the value what, oh, what lego, lego. Is just brutal i don't know is that on par for a set of that size i would think so okay um yeah pre-orders available already and it will ship around september 1st are we going to talk about the minifigures that are coming with this one yeah we can yeah so we got a we got a lineup of minifigures now one is a returning character that's morgan elsbeth yep and then next to her is uh, Ray Stevens uh, Stevenson's Balen Skull. Then we've got his apprentice uh, uh, Shin Hati. And then the third one there is, is listed the, yeah. as uh, was it Captain Porter? Yep, Porter. And then uh, New Republic Astromech Droid or Captain Porter's Droid. Captain Porter's Droid. Yeah. Um, again, we talked about this on the trailer breakdown, but. Uh, e-wing is a legends era starfighter that's making its leap over to the new cannon and dang if it doesn't look good <laughs> but that's not all from lego oh my god it keeps rolling oh more star wars lego Ahsoka tano's t6 jedi shuttle. t6 jedi shuttle now no, uh, this is not to scale ship. <laughs> not to scale uh 599 pieces another assortment of minifigures and this one uh, kind of lays it on the line for us. Uh, we get Ahsoka Tano, Sabine Wren, uh, Professor uh, Hu Yang, and the Marok. Mystery Inquisitor, who is for sure named Marok. Yep, it's even on the box. 
Yeah. So uh, this one retails for $99.99. And again, pre-order now and it'll be shipping September 1st. Presumably. It's been a long time since I've built a, a, any Lego for that matter, but uh, let alone a Star Wars Lego. It's fun. It's expensive. It fun. Yeah. It's fun. I could see, I could be a Lego guy easily if yeah. the price was, you know, more acceptable. Yeah. Like if the price, if the, if a set that size was like, say, you know, 40 or even $50. Yeah. Maybe. But now we're pushing like a hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Cause that's like two action figures. <laughs> that's two six inch action <laughs> figures. I know. See, how do you put a value on that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but sticking with star Wars. Uh, there's never enough of that on this channel. Apparently not. Uh, Another reveal, the Vintage Collection Job of the Hut set. I like this. The pre-order is already available, or available for pre-order. Um, but he is the three and three-quarter scale. Yeah. Uh, comes with the little uh, throne piece that uh, will connect to the throne room play set. The Book of Boba Fett, or sorry, the Mandalorian throne room uh, one. Yeah. Do you, want me, do you want to hear what I don't like about this? Yes. Okay. As a Black Series collector, we've had Jabba the Hutt released three times now. We've had it as a, a convention exclusive mm-hmm. in a big cardboard box that simulated the, the plinth, the slab. Mm-hmm. We had a retail version that didn't have any of it, didn't have the railing, the just... hookah pipe, just Jabba. Okay. And now we've got a reissue of the, it's basically the convention exclusive Jabba. Again, still has the railing. We've never gotten a six inch scale plinth. Hmm. And I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's kind of integral to them. Well, yeah. Uh, this particular set, this vintage collection set, by the way, that is the mold for Jabba that came with the Haslab Katana sail barge. So it's the same figure. If you, if you back the sail barge, you've, you already own this figure. Um, and if you bought the aforementioned, uh, throne room set, then you already own the plinth. <laughs> so it's kind of so, like, so what are you oh, buying it for? Then? Just the little protocol droid? Well, and I, don't know, Crom, I don't know if the, in the, in the throne room set, if the plinth in the, you know, the throne that, uh, um, can we call them oversized bib Fortuna is sitting in big Fortuna? Yeah. Big, big Fortuna. I don't know if they're one piece. Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, because next up on the list, uh, they're reoffering. Oh Java's yeah, Palace. they're reissuing the the thing. Yeah, so you can slide all that out and yeah. put in the the Java one. But I guess there are some subtle differences. Certainly, yeah. like the paint deco looks a little bit different on that. But if I was a vintage collection guy, this is, this is something a pretty good I, one. To yeah, get. I would be, I would be seriously hmm <laughs> about getting this one. Yeah, but uh, the vintage collection Facebook group. Yeah, actually had a chance to interview the Hasbro team at San Diego Comic-Con. I read this. Because with Jabba coming out and a reissue of this, they asked about the possibility of getting a Hot Slayer Leia. That is a completely valid question that um, a lot of people in the Star Wars... A couple years back, didn't they say, that's it, we're done, she's not getting made again? Well, this was sort of the prevailing uh, uh, thought was that somebody whether it was Lucasfilm, Disney or Hasbro or a combination of all three said no more, uh, slave, slave Leia. Leia merchandise. But then we get this interview this weekend and suddenly that is thrown out the window because brand manager, uh, Patrick 
yeah. has given a clear answer. There is no ban on her, and they could make her if they want to. But as usual, he wouldn't comment on yet-to-be-revealed figures. And according to him, there is no Lucasfilm or Hasbro mandate so not to make one. That's interesting. So she is completely available for possibly a 40th anniversary Return of the Jedi. So unless there's some reversal on this, an official statement from one of the, the companies, we can ex- we can now take that statement as that is gospel. Yeah. I would. Um, and, and I'm reading that article. It's like, you know, we got a slave lay in the black series in wave one back in 2013. This is the 40th. This year is the 40th anniversary return of the Jedi. This is the perfect time to to, update it with that face print technology. Yes. Why they haven't done that. Now the year is not over. No. And there, you know, there may be a few more. There's going to be more. Sure. Hopefully there will be fingers crossed everybody that will get an updated version of this figure. And I know that this one will. It will sell. Yeah. No doubt. And speaking of selling. Yeah. The, well, uh, there we Has go. Lab ghost. <laughs> there you go. Back in six days. Uh, I didn't have enough time. I wanted to look this up. I wanted to find out what is the fastest funded has lab so far. Well, it's not, uh, I guess that's Mattel, but Jurassic park. <laughs> it's not Jurassic park. Um, we had the sail barge. We had the cookie monster that never got funded. The rancor never got funded. We had the Unicron that did get funded. Yep. Um, we've had um, uh, Galactus. He got funded. The Sky Striker got funded. Sentinel the, got funded. The His tank got funded. So, but how fast have these things? Funded? Not usually this fast. Cause yeah. like, like you had said there with the, uh, the dragonfly. Yeah. People waiting, waited right to the end reveal, right to the end. Yeah. And this time, like, They've already revealed the first three stretch goals, which I thought was weird. Why are you showing off the first three at launch? Like, did they do? I don't remember them doing that with anything. No. Well, the Rancor was a bunch of bones. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a bunch of different alien bones. <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. But you know my opinion on these things. You want the thing. Or you don't. Or you don't. The stretch goals are thank yous for buying the thing. Yeah. And the ghost here is the thing. And clearly people want the thing. Yeah. And why not the thing? <laughs> Sorry, we did cover this on uh, our road to Ahsoka. We did. Sunday. It is vintage collection scale. But did you see there was a couple of videos floating around uh, of the guy bringing it out at yeah Comic-Con? yeah yeah Adam Savage's tested channel got a chance to go hands on with it. And the thing I said on Sunday, if you own a legacy Millennium Falcon, this will look right at home sitting beside it. Nice. Yeah. So even if it is relative scale close enough they all are beautiful looking ship yeah keeping on the expensive side here for okay uh, those with deep pockets and a love of transformers that's would be me uh the love not the pockets (laughs) oh i saw him announced grimlock yeah and ship collector's edition they uh um uh is it gary Berghoff? um oh my god i think that's right Gary. Yeah, the voice of Grimlock. Yeah. He recorded dialogue. Yes. This particular dude. Yeah. And um, did you watch the video? I did watch the video. He's I'm in, I'm as impressed with this one as I was when I first saw the Optimus Prime. I like the Optimus Prime and I liked how they managed to do that. I you know, with the, the pivot and the spin at the waist, yeah. I get they had to do that for what it is, but the Grimlock, my God, it it mirrors or mimics. The vintage G1 action figure transformation sequence almost perfectly. 
almost perfectly. It is so close to the original toy in terms of how it transforms. And the fact that it can stand itself up from dino to robot mode. Yeah. Oh my God. It is so good. Again, I appreciate these things for what they are, but I would, I would turn it on transform. Hey, Grimlock eh? transform. Eh? And then it would be on my shelf for 20 years. Right. So yeah, I can get the same enjoyment out of buying a non non robotic. Yeah. One. But this you is can have conversations with this one. <laughs> Lots of phrases in it, apparently. Can I get the RoboSend Optimus and the RoboSend Grimlock and talk to each other? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It is a great looking, uh, uh, I don't want to call it a toy. This is I mean, beyond I guess toys it is. now. I, I guess technically it's a toy. It's a, it's bi- a robot. It's a dual form bipedal auto converting walking robot. There you go. Packed with 150 original G1 Transformers audio lines. How many? 150 plus. <sighs> That's a lot. Yeah. But we've linked the video in the show notes. So go take a look at this thing because if it you is have pretty it, yeah. impressive. Yeah. It's, it's very impressive. I quite like it. Yeah. Another full reveal finally happened at San Diego. Finally, they've been teasing this one for weeks. Weeks, and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And there it is. It is the uh, Thundercats cats lair from uh, super seven. Yeah. It is in the uh, seven inch ultimates scale. This thing looks great. 36.7 inches uh, tall thing is a beast. 29.3 inches wide. And that's when it's closed. Yep. Um, It's going to be a little bit wider than that. When you open up the back, gives a a kind of a vintage castle gray skull. Adds a little bit of terrain to the side. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, it simulates the mountains that uh, that's layer was nestled nestled between. Yeah, well, a comment from Red. What's Red saying? Oh, I honestly didn't think that Grimlock Grim well. spoke 150 lines. No. But if you just break it down it's into a, words. It's right. Yeah. Me, Grimlock, and then does that, count as, does that count as two? Me. I don't know. Grimlock. Grimlock's match. Well, I don't know. Words. Me, Grimlock, king. Yeah. But uh, early backers for this one, uh, the pre-orders close on September 17th. Uh, uh, September. So that, that gives us a uh, little more than uh, two months, just under two months. Yeah. Sorry. But, you're right. Yes. Uh, early birds get the key to Thundera. Okay. And it is a, uh, is it just like a, a keepsake? Key? I think so. I wonder if there's going to be something else coming down the line to, uh, that it will unlock. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, one of the questions I saw now, do we see like in the rendering with the pause, the pause lift up? They do. Now, what's underneath there? I think it's like little cannon type things. Is that what they are? Somebody raised a good question. Now, they've already said that this cat's layer is not, not to scale with the, the, thunder uh, tank. the thunder tank. But then somebody said, what about the vintage thunder tank? Would the vintage thunder tank huh. fit underneath that? I don't know. And even if it wouldn't, if you just lifted the paw up and parked your vintage thunder tank, like halfway, halfway in, in that cool. might look pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know what one it'll fit. The Hot Wheels version. The Hot Wheels one. The yeah. 64 scale Hot Wheels Thunder Tank will fit in there. Probably couple, shove it up one of the nostrils. A couple of those would fit. <laughs> but yeah, they've got a couple of tiers to unlock here. Uh, first tier gets you uh, the extra sword and claw. The from, short version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As well as like a table full of all like, I don't know, chemical instruments. It's supposed to be a lab, right? Yeah. Who was the lab ride? Was it Jaga? I can't remember. Jaga. But then your second tier gets you a special edition Lion-O, who is almost like a crystalline see-through version. Things that I don't like. Translucent action figures. 
this definitely uh, fits that bill. Yes, it does. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. Yeah, I probably won't be buying it. But. I will definitely not be buying this. We we speculated uh, price wise that it was going to be by the time, at least for us here in Canada. Yeah. By the time we ordered this thing and had it shipped over the border, that we were going to be around a thousand Canadian dollars, and that works out to be true. Six hundred and fifty U.S. dollars by the time the you pre-order. Yeah. 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 Thousand Canadian. Yep. How's your mortgage? <laughs> Anybody make a car payment this month? There you go. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. But that wasn't the only stuff coming out of San Diego. No, the the list keeps going. It does keep going. I'm sure there's things that we've missed. Uh, but. Hank is going to love this one. Oh, okay. Uh, Syndicate Collectibles yeah. is offering a whole bunch of stuff from a whole bunch of different properties. Oh, I saw and this. This is a new company from Jerry Macaluso. Okay. Formerly of Soda Toys and Pop Culture Shock oh, Collectibles. Soda. Yeah, okay, okay. And they oh, Pop Culture sh- Shock. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So they showcased a whole bunch. Yeah. Uh, yeah including yeah. stuff from Bloodsport. So that uh Bolo figure looks awesome. I don't know about the Van Damme. I mean, it's good. It's good. Don't the get me wrong. Close up on him looks pretty sweet. It's probably the best looking Van Damme action figure ever. And if you're getting Bolo, you got to get him. But that Bolo Young, that man, and I said this in our group chat earlier this week that Bolo Young is a Hollywood or Hong Kong uh, icon. Yeah, legend. Yeah. It's about time you got a kick-ass action figure and this one is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And this one is a uh, 7-inch scale. So perfect. Uh, but they're doing both. They're doing uh 7-inch scale and 3-quarter scale as well as 6-scale figures and oh. some statues. But at 7-inch scale, we could mix and match. We could, could. we could put him in with our Mortal Kombat figures. Yep. We could put him in with the... Any uh, of your DC multiverse. Yeah, the, the Street Fighter figures from uh, Jada. Yeah. Uh, that, that's great. But they've also showcased here three from Double Dragon as well. Okay. Uh, they've got the popcorn gun from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> nice. uh, they have a, a reaction style yeah. set of Golden Girls. You know, NECA did okay with their Golden Girls. Yeah. I can see that, that there is a market for these. There is 100% a market. Yeah. My wife is yeah, among yeah. them. Oh, so Jen wants these? She probably will. Okay. <laughs> Does uh, she Is she aware of them? She She is now. now. She is now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, they Jen. also did both seven-inch and three-quarter scale for True Romance, which I know Hank Isn't is Isn't that something, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Ghoulies got their own little uh, appearance there. Uh, you remember that franchise? was not expecting. No, but yes, but I do. I do. Yeah, long overdue. I think Ghoulies right up there with uh Chud. Yeah, <laughs> but they also showcased some uh, pumpkin head. Uh, you remember the little boxers where you put your hand up there and absolutely, and uh, uh, and like they got a Mr. T, a Rocky, yeah, the... and I believe it's Shorty from Killer Clowns. Oh, right, as well as some statuettes for Dragon Lance, Dragon Slayer, or Dragon Slayer. My bad, Dragon Slayer. Yeah, um, uh, uh Dirk the Daring, yes. the the Don Bluth uh the cartoon was, video game right the, yeah exactly there's no other way to say that the cartoon video game the push the button when the screen flashes and hope you did the right thing <laughs> yeah they also showcased uh an army of darkness uh ash campbell statue in both uh colored version and non-painted prototype as well as a clownzilla from killer clowns well this and is this I'm, is some interesting i stuff. am loving that one yeah 
I, I was stuck on the Bolo figure. It was just so, I mean, all the photos that came out from that, I just could not stop looking at him. He just looks so it's good. Such a great sculpt. And it's that scene where he's, how do you explain it? Where he's, he's not really freaking out, but that expression on his face, yeah. it's so iconic. It's to that intense. Movie. Yeah. So intense. Yeah. yeah. This next one, uh, coming from the DC multiverse. All right. Oh, this the one, Batman Ultimate Movie Collection, sold out uh, on a bunch of the third-party retailers. You can still, at least as of yesterday or Sunday, uh, it was still on the McFarland toy uh, uh, toy shop. Um, I never in my in my life thought. Forgive me for those of you who disagree with me. I never thought that I would ever say that the Clooney bat looked that good. <laughs> and it does. And so does the Kilmer bat. They yeah. all look good. Yeah. Yeah. You get the, uh, the Michael Keaton, the Val Kilmer, the George Clooney, uh, the, Oh, what's his name? Robert Pattinson. Oh, uh, Christopher Nolan. Oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, Bale. Christian Bale, Batfleck and, yeah. uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Now three, uh, one, two, three, four of these figures have already been released in some form or another, yeah. but, uh, the 89, uh, is, is new now. And so is like Kilmer and Clooney. Yeah. Great, great set. I mean, it, it also comes with the, uh, the bat signal with oh, yeah. interchangeable discs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that you can have all different, you know, bat signals flying. It makes me wonder, are we going to get single carded releases for, uh, Keaton, uh, Kilmer and Clooney? Maybe. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. But sticking with the movie theme here. Uh, limit of two per customer Jurassic park is doing a 30th anniversary <laughs> Steven Spielberg figure. I saw that this is in their, uh, what do they call it? The, the Hammond, the, the Amber collection. No, this is the Hammond collection. Oh, the Hammond. The, this collection. is the shorter three. And three oh, hours. okay. Okay. But you know, he comes with his movie chair, a camera, sunglasses, and a velociraptor that is got like the puppeteering aspect still mounted in it. I tried to look at this uh, close up at this. Cause it was like, Oh, Steven Spielberg, it's going to be wearing a hat. It's probably a movie that he's done. The logo on that hat is nothing. Hmm. Not that I could identify anyway. I didn't look that close. Yeah, I did. <laughs> is this, is this the kind of thing that you would get this? This to me is like the, the George Lucas stormtrooper. Yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? I would say like, that too. Does this kind of thing appeal to you? I, I dig it. I'd be interested in it, but you know what I would do with this is I would, if I bought this, I would, I would put this figure with my three and three quarter inch Indiana Jones figures. Ooh. That's what I would do with it. Cause there is some, some photography like promo photography of it floating around there where they have it grouped with some of the other Hammond collection figures. Oh, okay. And it's like, he's giving them direction on set and you're basically recreating. I did. Yes, I did. I saw that. I actually thought that was pretty cool to do that. Oh, rad. <laughs> Does he come with a bag of money from this movie? <laughs> no, they ship it directly to him. <laughs> yeah. You got to pay Steven Spielberg directly for this action figure. <laughs> yeah. But there was stuff coming out of Marvel as well. All right. Uh, the Marvel Knights line has been announced. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's got Daredevil, uh, Lady Bullseye, Luke Cage's Power Man, uh, Gamerverse Iron Man, The Fist Ninja, Clea, and Marvel's Blade. What I saw some of the reactions to this, and and uh, one of them was, why does every wave have to have an Iron Man? Man? (laughs) Same reason every wave of McFarlane has a Batman. Has a Batman, yeah. I could sell Batman all day. Yep. (laughs) And speaking back of McFarlane, 
Oh, there we go. <laughs> they announced more stuff, including oh, uh, this is interesting. The Mister Freeze line art variant. Okay. A Dark Knight Joker in Sonar Vision. Oh, is that what we're? Oh my so, God! So this yeah, is when Batman is using all the cell phones to ping the signal and. That's interesting. Again, it's, a, it's an interesting translucent figure. figure. You know, I feel about those. So yeah. uh, I get or leave it. Same thing with the uh, the line art. It's like it's, cell shading. I don't. Yeah. I don't care for that either. I appreciate it for what it is. Not my thing. I don't remember Mister Freeze looking like a cosmonaut though. Uh, it, I, he looks more like something out of uh, Bioshock. Yeah, he does. But he does not that you say that. He really does. They also showed off the Batman Nightfall 30th anniversary figure. See, I see Super Friends when I look at that. Yeah. Uh, Bane with trench coat, because I guess we've already got the Build-A-Figure Bane. That's right. Now, now gonna, we need Bane with his trench coat. You're going to get him again, all the parts already connected. And, and a trench coat. coat. And a coat. First, I break the man. <laughs> then I break the bank. <laughs> then you get uh, the Dark Knight Joker bank robber. Did and they do one of these already? I don't know if they've done one already clowns i don't know does it come with a pencil oh i don't know then they've got uh dark knight's metal dread lantern that's cool so i guess we're gonna dive right back into the metal line there and they had for san diego comic-con an exclusive cover for batman spawn number one yeah i guess you can only get it there so good luck finding it yeah, yeah. and then uh, the superman 85th anniversary edition Again, and this is similar to what they did with the flash uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Where it's just red and blues for Superman. With Do you a, remember the Obama poster? Yes. <laughs> That's all I can see. All I can see <laughs> is the Obama poster, the red and the blue. There you go. Yeah. What's red saying? He's got something there. What's that? <laughs> there's a. There's a version of Freeze that's basically a tank. Well, oh, that okay. certainly looks like him. Yeah, yeah. I know in one of the Arkham games, he was very uh, armored, hmm. trundling around his lab. But for those, well, that pretty much does it for the toys. Oh, okay. So uh, if you got a lot of money to burn. Sure. The Shit's Creek Mansion oh, yeah. <laughs> is available for only $19 million. <laughs> I chuckled to this. I read this entire article and I couldn't figure out. Did you catch the number of times it's been on the market? 11 times. Since uh, 2018. Uh, so in what, five years? Yep. It's been up for sale 11 times. Why? I don't is know. Is it just because it's know. huge and expensive? No idea. It, what the funny thing is, as a Shit's Creek fan, it only appears in the first episode. <laughs> in the first episode, the, the show opens and the, the family, the Rose family, They've just been basically told by their lawyer that they're bankrupt and they literally have to grab it and go. They're being like, you're out, get out. <laughs> you never see it again. Oh, so never it's ever like see a, it again. a cameo yeah. appearance. Yeah, exactly. But it's well, still it's a cool story. Cool yeah. story. Um, it's basically a, a, a mock-up of like, uh, uh, it's like a, it's a, I can't even think of the name of the place. It's in the article. We should link the article. A replica of the palace of Versailles. That's it. That's the one I'm talking about. Palace of Versailles. Yeah. So it's very elegant. Uh, it looks <laughs> elegant, opulent, pretty expensive. awesome. Don't touch nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Is it heavy? Probably. It's expensive. Don't touch it. Yeah. Put it back. <laughs> That's right. But other news, uh, Warner Brothers is doing uh, the third round of reshoots for Aquaman 2. 
I read that and and even the article that I read on of it said like even this is like almost unprecedented yeah. in terms of of it, reshoots. I guess it's like been whatever producers have come on have been like okay you're going to do this now and put their spin on it. I feel like these are and some of it says that these are sort of reactionary moves not only to test screenings which by the way the movie they said has been test screening continuously. Yeah. But these are like rolling changes that have basically we're basically keeping up with the fallout at Warner. <laughs> yeah. Because at one point, Michael Keaton was supposed to be making a cameo as, That's right. as Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And then he could be like uh, the Nick Fury to the DC universe. But I guess yeah, since yeah, that yeah. came and went, that's gone out the door now. Right. And then, uh, you know, they're still doing more reshoots and they showed off his costume. Yeah. It looks pretty good. It looks like the, the one that he wore. Uh, in the last one, yeah. at the end of the movie. But this is slated to be the last of the old guard DC movies. Yeah, we knew that was coming. So. And I agree with with uh, with James Gunn and Peter Safran that, you know, they, they can't be beholden to what's come before. They need that, that clean slate to go off and do their yeah. own stuff. Otherwise, people are just going to be like, what? I'm confused. Yeah. So, so much for the Snyderverse. Loved it. Yep. It would love okay. to have seen more. Um, hey, there's still a hope for Elseworlds. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Red says, this is the Duke Nukem of movies at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the, uh, I guess the director says, you know, even though it is the last one, this movie still has something to talk about. And I guess it's climate change. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it's still going to be a fun action fantasy movie, which is interesting because I know that Jason Momoa is a is a climate change guy. He's yeah. he's into that stuff too. So he's hosting Shark Week here. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But going back to that, uh, what was the Dave Chappelle one? Uh, falsified outrage or something? Oh, Chris, uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, selective outrage. Selective outrage. Selective outrage. And are uh, we selectively outraged about something? Uh, a bunch of people are selectively outraged. Oh, what is it? Uh, what is media it? spin on this is, is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. Uh, this new song from Jason Aldean. Oh, which I have not listened to. I have listened to it. Oh, did you? I, I gave it, I did my homework. Okay. Good for you. <laughs> uh, and it's called try that in a small town. Yeah. And people are criticizing him, calling it a pro lynching song. Pro lynching yeah like we there's a, a word you don't hear every day no um cheryl crow has tweeted that you know this is not a small town behavior what does she say she says here i'll read the tweet it yeah. says i'm from a small town even people in small towns are sick of violence there's nothing small town or american about promoting violence you should know that better than anyone having survived a mass shooting this is not american or small town like it's just lame Oh, that's a pretty strong statement. It is. And it's true. Like he was performing at uh, the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival in Vegas. Right. When that guy opened up fire and killed 60 people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there, there's fallout on both sides here. Country music television has pulled the video. CMT as, pulled it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Monday, July 17th. Wow. And Jason Aldean has gone to his Twitter trying to defend it. And we got his tweet here. What is he saying? He says, uh, uh, do we have the whole thing? Uh, where is it here? Oh, in the past 24 hours, I have been accused of releasing a pro lynching song, uh, brackets, a song that has been out since May 
and was subject to the comparison that I, direct quote, was not too pleased with the nationwide Black Lives Matter protests. These references are not only meritless, but dangerous, Aldean wrote. He continued, there is not a single lyric in the song that references race or points to it, and there isn't a single video clip that isn't real news footage. And while I can try and respect others to have their own interpretation of a song with music, this one goes too far. As so many pointed out, I was present at Route 91, where so many lost their lives, and our community recently suffered another heartbreaking tragedy. No one, including me, wants to continue to see senseless headlines or families ripped apart. Try that in a small town for me refers to the feeling of a community that I had growing up, where we took care of our neighbors regardless of difference, uh, differences of background or belief. Aldine added, because they were our neighbors, and that was above any differences. My political views have never been something I've hidden from, and I know that a lot of us in this country don't agree on how we get back to a sense of normalcy where we go at least a day without a headline that keeps us up at night. But the desire for it to, that's what this song is about. Well, you know what? I'm not a country music fan. I read the lyric. Um, I don't know if I agree with him. I think that this is a, I feel it's, like there's some damage control here. There is, yeah. yeah. Um his his wife has chimed in as well saying you know oh, sure sure media is doing the same song and dance they twist everything around to refit their repulsive narrative and Man. i agree with the twisting of this on this um because people are citing certain aspects of it like he's talking about how he got a rifle from his grandfather and you know come to the small town and try and take that away from me this but is what i mean same, like that's the same american sentiment as like you know uh, Charlton Heston, you know, from my cold, dead hand. You're yeah, I guess so. Guns. I guess so. But, you know, but, but we're not talking about government coming down and taking no. your guns away. We're talking about is, you come down here and try something and I've and got a gun. basically, you know, small town vigilante right. justice. And I agree. Like, again, I haven't heard the song, but just going through what we've read tonight, I agree with him that there, there's no, I don't think there's any intimation of race. There is an insinuation of action. Yeah. And I don't think that I don't think people are stupid. I don't think that you can pull the wool down and say, I'm not talking about gun violence. Uh, it kind of sounds like you are kind of sounds like you are. Red yeah, says, yeah. Uh, <laughs> try that somewhere that the education system is less important than learning how to, learning farm, how to farm and or yeah. work some sort of labor job. Yeah, really? We're not talking about my granddaddy's gun to, to shoot the fucking wolves or foxes the that gophers. are eating the chickens. That's yeah. that's not what we're saying here. That's definitely not what he's. Uh, I don't think he's he's going anyway. I, I'm not going to say anymore. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry. I, I got one more point here. Yeah, go for um, it. And I think this is where folks are getting the whole race. Thing oh, from. okay, yeah. And it is 100 percent from the video. Yeah, because the video that it features them performing in front of the Maury County Courthouse in Columbia. Oh, and that site was where a black teenager was lynched in 1927. Oh man. And uh apparently this boy Henry Choate, okay, 18 years old was accused of assaulting a white girl. Okay. He was jailed. Yeah. But a mob of hundreds of white people kidnapped him from his cell, tied him to the back of a car and drug him across town, eventually hanging oh, him wow. at this courthouse in 1927. So this historically, okay, is like, you know, lynching territory. He was one of at least 20 black men in Maury County to yeah. be lynched or kidnapped and presume 
killed by the KKK or white mobs. Oh, yeah. And this is according to the local historian, Elizabeth Queener. So she's got her, you know, historical I mean, facts in order. Could we, could we just say that this was a case of, I didn't do my homework and I just thought this was a good location because it represents Small civility. Town. No, a courthouse. It represents civility and, and law or and order. Street. Right. Yeah. Could we, could we say that, you know, well, that's just a simple case of mistake and, and not, or you know, not knowing. Homework. Yeah. Or is it, you know, read between the lines? Like, yeah. What it, is it, it reads like, like, yeah, you don't know. I don't know. Haven't heard the song. Haven't seen the video, but I mean, there is enough from my perspective, there's enough evidence there that, yeah, you could make those accusations. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, black content creators, I've seen a whole host of videos. Oh, sure. And they're sure. Looking at it and they're saying like, what the hell is wrong with you white people? Just because he's saying this doesn't instantly mean everybody yeah, committing yeah, yeah, yeah. those acts is black. Oh, of course not. Uh, I also saw another one that said, you know, the only, uh, the only people that are outraged at a white man are white people. Yeah, and it kind of seems that way. I, I just, I'm sorry. I think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, city people. This is red. Red says uh, city people do be chatty though. Sometimes you got to just do something. <laughs> you don't need to shoot them. Just smack them or something. You just shut up. You talk too much. <laughs> Yeah, no. But regardless of good publicity or bad publicity, this is working for hey, him. Any publicity. because his song is now number one on number iTunes. one on the oh on iTunes because everybody's checking it out to hear what's so horrible. Okay. Now the question is, how long does it stay there? True. Having a number I, one I song, think it's going to be a flash in the pan because he said it's been out since May, right? Wow. And it so... just got popular when the video came out. Isn't that interesting that uh, music videos are still having that effect. And yeah. I, I mean, like songs get released on the radio that don't do so well, they get re-released, get a cool popping video. And next thing you know, boom, we get a yeah. hit. Or somebody does a remix of something that's been out for a year. And- uh, Appetite for destruction. Right. I yeah. mean, 87, when uh, they signed with Geffen, Guns yeah. and Roses, once they got a video for uh welcome to the jungle. I mean, most of that music was being performed in its entirety by 85, yeah. two years before the re-release the independent release didn't get any traction. Yeah. But the re-release from Geffen made them superstars. Yeah. Cool stuff. Oh, Jason lean. What are you doing? Yep. What are you doing? This next one kind of sucks. Apparently the live action masters of the universe. Is oh man. I read that. I actually didn't want to. I didn't want to believe it. Yeah. But I do accept it. It's upsetting. It is, but it's not. But it's not the end. It's not wholly un, uh, uh, unpredicted either. No. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, apparently insiders say that close to 30 million has already been spent on development and uh, cash that's been shelled out to talent and whatnot. But they're just basically cutting their losses and run. Well, look at the tax benefits that they'll, they'll get from shutting down the production. Yeah. They'll be able to write it off. Yeah. Um. I wonder if it's a case like how much money do you say was spent in pre 30 million, 30 million. Is it going to be a case of like somewhere down the road? We're going to get these crazy, like, <laughs> Oh look, here's some costuming of Nick cage in the Superman suit. Like, are we going to see like, here's some he-man armor. Yeah. But I think they're trying to shop it around to somewhere else. I hope so. The folks that are trying to get it together. I hope so. But I mean, like, where do you go? Netflix is the place where, where properties go to be reborn and to be saved. Yeah. You know, Netflix has been widely regarded for doing that, but now 
we're we're if you're dead at Netflix, where do you go from there? Well, maybe Warner Brothers. <laughs> Didn't Warner have a chance at this already? Maybe. But oh no, Warner had a had a, a round of the uh, the Robotech live action movie. Yeah. Yeah. But Mattel, I guess they're saying it's reached media saturation in the past few months. Uh because of Warner Brothers marketing at hyperspeed for the new Barbie movie. Okay. So if Barbie performs well, why not take a stab at the guy version of that? Uh, so wait, I don't think there's a question of if on the Barbie movie. Yeah, it's already. It's that. Sunday. Have we got the box office for this weekend? Uh, I looked at it. I think it's in the hundreds of millions. So there you go. Right. Um, uh, Red makes an interesting comment. He says, look at what uh, Critical Role did. This is different though. Like Critical Role started as a as a grassroots role playing thing that became a TV series. We're talking about a toy property that's had has been uh, had. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, that makes that's a great point. Yeah. Um, the totally crowdfunded thing. Oh, is this a crowdfundable project? Probably not because it's not independently owned. No, because there's so many hands in the cookie jar. Yeah, I mean the action figures are are not owned by mattel is hallmark still in on it no hallmark i think it's universal okay it's universal and uh the the ownership of the animation is also up in the air but again not an independent thing so yeah i get the point i get what you're saying there would be lots of fans that would love to throw money at it i'm sure i would i would throw a a, at least a fiber at it (laughs) yeah here's the fin go for it um (laughs) But yeah, Prime Video, maybe one maybe. of the other stream, maybe one of the other streamers. Maybe have maybe we heard, one. have we heard of any of the other streamers rescuing a show yet? Mm. Other than Netflix. Do any of you guys out there know of any of the other streaming services? Have they saved anything that was up for cancellation? Yeah, because like I can't Netflix think of any of them. Saved, yeah. uh, uh, Man- uh, Manifest. Yeah. Uh, most recently. Um. What's the show with, uh, and I just watched the damn thing with Jason Bateman. Uh, Arrested Development? Yeah, they saved Arrested Development. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know where you go after that. Maybe one that's coming up here later. Okay. All right. But closer to home here in Ontario. Oh, nice. Uh, we're we'll be getting uh, eight more locations of possible toy aisles. Uh, oh, really? We are getting eight new locations of Zellers. Oh, now, wait a minute. Now, these are pop-ups, right? I don't know for sure if they're pop-ups or fully going. I thought these were. Oh no, they be... are standalone pop-ups. Oh, they're pop-ups. Depend, okay. or they so will vary in size. These are going to be the store within a store. Yeah. This is the the uh, party city inside Canadian Tire. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're going to walk into what the the bay. Yeah. I think that's the first one they did. Probably. Walk into the bay and then take a uh, walk around. Oh look, here's the Zeller's corner. <laughs> I don't know. Are they going to have? Is uh, Zeddy the Bear going to be there? I hope so. So what do we got? We got uh, one coming to Windsor in the Devonshire Mall. Okay. Uh, Kitchener at Fairview Park. Right. Barry's getting one at the Georgian Mall. Uh, Mapleview Center in Burlington. Oshawa Center, well, which that's, is that's close, close to, to us. us. That's close to us. Yeah. Uh, Pickering Town Center, which isn't that far yeah. away either. Oh, Place d'Orleans in the, well, the Ottawa, Greater Ottawa. And then the Upper Canada Mall in Newmarket. Interesting. So we've got, we're going to have three of these are going to be. In relative striking distance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's going to mean for us as collectors. Well, another option, maybe. I just I can't see I that hope. price point wise. I just don't see it. 
Yeah. But who knows? But then is there enough nostalgia in Zellers to make you want to go back there and depends on the prices. I think you're right. I, ultimately it's going to come down to price, like value for dollar selection, all that stuff. It's retail, man. This one's follow up from red. He means oh, the, Orville. the Orville. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Orville's over on, uh, on Disney plus in Canada. I think so. Yeah. 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 Still waiting to know if we're going to get that other season. Maybe. Come on. <laughs> Tom Cruise has weighed in on the strike. Uh, apparently he was part oh. of uh, one of the meetings earlier on in uh, I think June or I read that he was lobbying for stunt performers and a bunch of other, uh, other people in the industry. Yeah. He, he joined a, a meeting in June and was kind of like urging them to let people promote their movies and whatnot during this. Yeah. Because you like not promoting it is just going to hurt it. And he was also lobbying to like, you know, the, the theaters are just right, right. the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. Do we really, really want to cripple them again? Well, you know, these big, uh, you know, billionaire executive types, I, that whole, what's the, the, from last week, Ron Perlman, you know, not until they're fucking bleeding. Who's their house? Like, come on. Who says that? Yeah. It's a terrible human yeah, being right there. It is. I wonder if he's been ousted yet. Well, I mean, it probably wouldn't take too long to figure it right? down. I'm sure in, he in the Hollywood salary in the Hollywood circles, I'm sure they already know. Oh, hundred percent. Maybe it's a uh, David Zaslow. Mm. Highest paid guy in Hollywood. Now, if unless it's uh 27 million. What's that? Because he said, you know, you're making. Oh, right, right, year, right, right. So no, no, David. A clue. David Zaslav is worth way more than that. So it's probably not him. Yeah, yeah. But. No, he was number one on our list of highest paid people in Hollywood. Remember we said nobody on this list is an actor? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, what else was here? Uh, we got some new photos. Oh, cool. From uh, Entertainment Weekly. Oh, we also got a new trailer last we week. We did get yeah, a new trailer. Yeah, yeah. I. I liked it. Uh, it looks awesome. I liked it, yeah. Uh, the Marvels. It is looking like it's going to be awesome. I think that um, Kamala Khan, uh, and I can't think of the young lady who plays, oh, uh, um, Iman Vellani. Yeah. She's absolutely amazing. Yes. <laughs> she was awesome in the show, and I think it's just going to continue here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a sequence with the flirting. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of laying beside it on the ground and, and it, it just eats consumes <laughs> and she's like what the hell the panic on her like when she freaks out it's just so yeah perfect yep red says uh the best idea oh. i've heard to combat the billionaires is to say their yearly salary every time they're mentioned in the media every time they're mentioned in the media oh yeah that would probably do it yeah what do you mean you're making a hundred million dollars for nothing so wait um can we talk about that image for a second? Yeah. That bottom image. Yes. Cause where have we seen that before? Uh, is that a common thing among Cree? Uh, it definitely looks like Ronan's hammer. That's what I was going to say. Is that, is that not, it may well be his hammer based on, uh, what's happening. Okay. Because All in right. the con, and I don't know if this spoils it for the movie, but at some point it is revealed that captain Marvel yeah. has a sister of Cree birth. Oh, and, L'Oreal, I think L'Oreal is her name. Yeah. She goes on to take up the mantle of the accuser. 
And this is within Marvel continuity. Comics. Yeah. Comics. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that's who this character was. Is that who we're looking at? Or oh, not. Okay, okay. But. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, we got one more episode of uh, Secret Invasion. Yes, comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and they're saying that uh, the Marvels is going to be a sequel to not only Secret Invasion, Captain Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah. But also WandaVision. Because in what sense? Well, Photon, Monica Rambeau. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, you've got all your principal characters from those. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. Oh, and there's the Flurkin. Yeah. (laughs) Or just a Flurkin. No, that's Goose. (laughs) Oh, it is. It is Goose. They say Goose is his own or is her own character. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Red says the hammer is a symbol oh, of station, maybe? Station. Maybe. Possibly, possibly. Possibly. Very possibly. This next one should uh, interest you a bit. Apparently, at uh, San Diego during a panel, okay. they were going to unveil a teaser trailer for this. Wait, the is this new, a film project? A film project. The new Red Sun. What? Uh, the starring, She Devil with a Sword. Yeah. Starring Matilda Lutz. Okay. Uh, as Red Sonia. Do we know her from anything else? Uh, apparently a movie called Revenge. I don't know if I've seen that. But uh, director attached to it is MJ Bassett from other projects like Solomon Kane and Silent Hill Revelation. Is this actual production art? I believe this is actually attached to it, yes. Oh. So I like the character of Red Sonia. Now, I am not a Red Sonia purist. I didn't read any of the books. Let's face it, the Red Sonia movie that we grew up with, yeah, it's a Conan movie without the licensing. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, but I am always down for a good, you know, sword and sandal yeah. uh, type of movie. What a great character. Yeah. Uh, the press release reads, Dynamite announces an exciting panel for this year's San Diego Comic Con. Oh, Dynamite? Yeah. That's who a is comic doing, company. Yeah, they're doing yeah. The Red Sonia books right now. Um, but as creator or creators and fans celebrate 50 fantastic years of red Sonia. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, in addition to a retrospective discussion on the character's legacy, her future will be looked on with new comics, novels, as well as an exclusive teaser trailer debut for her upcoming blockbuster movie, uh, oh. from Mil- millennium media, millennium media starring Matilda Lutz. Okay. Well, I will definitely, this, uh, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Uh, so. so far, the teaser has not leaked out online yet. No, I. But uh, I'm sure something will pop up here shortly. Uh, I hope so. But I will be following this one closely. Yeah. This one uh, kind of dips back into what we've been ending <laughs> the show with the last couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, James I Cameron. You. I warned you. <laughs> You guys didn't listen to 1984, but he warned us. Uh, we do have a clip here for this. Can he one. actually take credit for that? I don't think he can take credit for that. Well, 1984 was Terminator. I guess. How much more of a warning? It's kind of tongue in cheek, though. It is. It is 100% is. Uh, but he does have some valid. Sure. Sure. On yeah. It. All right. I warned you guys in 1984. <laughs> you didn't listen. Uh, sure. Look, I mean, you've got you've got to follow the money. Who's building these things, right? They're either building it to to dominate market share. So, what are you teaching it? Greed, or you're building it for defensive purposes. So, you're teaching it paranoia. Uh, I think the weaponization of AI is the biggest danger. I think that 
we will get into the equivalent of a nuclear arms race with AI. And if we don't build it, the other guys are for sure going to build it. And uh, so then it'll just, it'll escalate. And, and you know, you could imagine an, an uh, AI in a combat theater, the whole thing just being fought by the computers at a speed that humans can no longer intercede. You have no ability to de-escalate. And when you're dealing with the potential of it escalating to nuclear warfare, de-escalation is the name of the game. And having that pause, that timeout, but will they do that? The AIs will not. Oh, James Cameron, you are not a warfighter. <laughs> de-escalation. <laughs> you have clearly never been to war, have you? <laughs> you can't fight. He's specifically talking about conventional warfare, but yeah. nation versus nation. Eh, that's not necessarily what's happening uh, everywhere in the world. So while he's partly correct, he's a little bit out of touch with things. But anyway. Was Tony Stark more correct with the have a bigger stick? In some ways, yeah. When you are a warfighter on the ground, you want the biggest stick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I applaud him for his points. He does make some good points, but they are a little bit you got to be a little more researched than that. Yeah. Uh, he also said, uh, let's wait 20 years. And if AI wins an Oscar for best screenplay, I think we've got to take them seriously. Well, you think the Academy is going to, is going to ever change the, that they're going to allow that. I don't know. Come on. This is what they're fighting for. If they, you know, Oh, we're going to use AI to write scripts and then we're going to hire, we're going to hire writers to polish them. Come on. Like that's, that's gross. Yeah. That's gross on like a level that I can't even begin to describe. And that's part of what they're striking for now. Right. To, yeah. to prevent that. Yep. Yep. So, and I hope that, you know, people cooler heads prevail and that the industry does continue uh, in a way that uh, it, it should with real human beings at the wheel. Yeah. And speaking of real human beings at the wheel, wait a second. Red's got something to say. Oh. What's he saying now here? Many who say to de-escalate have never tried to do it. Talking your way to a fight seldom works, uh, except for when it does. And again, that's why I say like this nation on nation, like traditional warfare, there there is a, um, an avenue for that, but not in the de-escalate my son in a time or two. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is, they they send us to a lot of places where it's it's difficult when where they're yeah harder than where maybe the centralized government doesn't necessarily have the uh, the authority to uh, project their power over the entire nation. Establish dominance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, one man operation coming up here. Okay, uh, documentary that is. Uh, set to uh, find its way to TIFF and all the festivals. I like documentaries. The movie We've man. been talking about this for a while. Now, yeah, we, we had some clips from this a while ago. Uh, we did. We had some uh, insight into the insides of the theater. Um, but the poster reads, uh, Movie Man, five screens, 40 cats, and one popcorn eating bear. Yeah. Um, this is not too far away from us. No, this is, this this is, is what, a, a half an hour, 35-minute drive? Yeah, half an hour drive? Yeah. Yeah, um, it is probably one of the most interesting theaters in all of Canada. It absolutely is, if not the world. Um, and the guy who owns it is as eccentric as you think he should be. Yeah. Um, that being said, if you are in the Corth uh, uh, Lakes region, you should go and see it because it is. It's an experience. Yeah, it is. And I mean, with nobody poised to take over 
you know, the, the, there's a line about, you know, will they come back one more season, one more season? Yeah. There's no guarantee that there's going to be one more season. There is a limited number of seasons. We're talking uh, a, a fiveplex that grew out of a single screen screening room uh, yeah. out of his house um, and is now one of the biggest collections of uh, private collections of movie memorabilia and equipment. That's what I mean. Like the, the film industry projectors. And yeah. Stuff lights and yeah the the uh, reels the article uh said that he's got a collection that would um he named some museum and it said would basically put so, some museums to shame like he's got yeah. such a, a a large collection of yeah. vintage classic projectors and cameras and and just artifacts from all periods of history the 40 cat thing oh yeah they got, they got their own little running it's like a habit trail yeah it is for kitties it's like a habit trail bubbles would be proud for cat it's a nice kitty right there could steve french hang out maybe he maybe could hang out with the bear that's right but uh, this documentary is coming to us from canadian filmmaker matt finland yeah toronto native whose love for movies began at the age of 12 and that's when he entered highland cinemas for the first time and saw terminator 2 that's cool. Yeah. So we were just talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he, his love of that grew and it really is a summer kind of like a coming full circle. Yeah. It really is a summer thing though. Like, yeah, it, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It really, it's, yeah. it's isolated. It is. But yeah. If you get a chance, go there. And if not, when this does come out, make yeah. sure you see it. Yeah, see it before it's gone, really. Yeah, I mean, there's no telling. There is no guarantee that tomorrow is ever coming, so... Yeah. Yeah, now is probably a, a good a time as any. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Red, I hope you're watching <laughs> right now, because this next one's for you. Yeah, that's great. New shirt alert. There we go. There it is. <laughs> we have two this week. We got uh, a certain Darkwing Avenger and uh, a little bit goofy. And a little goofy. Yeah, a little bit yeah. goofy. More classic uh, pop culture logos uh, that you might recognize uh, with our uh, fandom power branding on them. They look, those look great, by the way. Uh, and of course, now. Uh, <laughs> Fred Swenson says. <laughs> Yee! <that. laughs> Public now uh, offering uh, tie-dye as an option. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we've enabled that on most of our designs. As many as we, as can. we can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, over 70 designs and I think we're up counting. over 80. Are we 80 now? I think we're over 80. Yeah, you're bound to find uh, a logo that fits your, your uh, fandom. So and if not, let us know. Check it out. Uh, FandomPowerTPublic.com. Yep. Uh, coming back from the 80s, though. Oh, yeah. I saw this last night, and I was Ryan like, Ryan Reynolds what? is reviving Biker Mice from Mars yeah, and yeah, yeah. ALF. Um. Is there anything that he doesn't do? Oh my God. He's such a brilliant, uh, everything now. The biker mice from Mars thing. I was like, what? <laughs> it was never my favorite cartoon, but no, mine neither. Um, maybe, it but was again, it. I appreciate this stuff for what it is. And if yeah. it's your thing, Hey, good for you. Yeah. The Alf thing. I did you, I sent I've a link. Seen some of it. Yeah. I sent a link. Uh, oh, and in the link, there was a number. Now how they're doing this. Um, Ryan is part owner in something called the maximum effort channel. Yeah. I presume that's a streamer of some sort. I think that's his own. 
Oh, it's his own. Because he's got his production company, Maximum Effort Productions. Yeah. I think this is just like another offshoot of that. Is it a streamer? Uh, you know what? I don't know for sure. But uh, it's got. I, I'm pretty sure it's the Maximum a, it's... Effort throws back to Deadpool. Right. So. So how they're doing this is they are not. They are not producing new episodes of Alf. Which, by the way, this partnership is in uh, uh, um, collaboration with. Um, Alf's creator. Yeah. Um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, uh, Sorry, Alf creator, Paul F- uh, Fusco. Yeah. Paul Fusco, by the way, who's the only person who's ever voiced Alf. Yeah. They are not doing new episodes. Instead, they are going to show um, classic episodes of Alf, but they are doing small vignettes. Yeah. With new Alf footage, and Alf is going to be pitching all of the brands that Ryan Reynolds is hawking, and I and that there's like four or five of them in oh, the yeah. in the link that I I sent over uh, last night, and, yeah. and they're, they're cute. Um, whether Brand. you buy into Mint Mobile or any of the other Hims. things, yeah, exactly. How long until we get the Aviation Gin? <laughs> Alf <laughs> presenting Aviation Gin. Yeah, really. Um. Paul Fusco still sounds great as yeah. Alf. Um, yeah. I, for one, now Alf has, been, has tried to, uh, they've tried to bring him back a couple of times. They have. He had a show, or what was it? Uh, I guess a short-lived talk show in uh, oh, yeah. 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. But remember he's done that. guest spots on Drew Carey. Yeah. Uh, stuff with Brian Cranston. Um, and he also made an appearance on Mr. Robot. <laughs> The one with Rami Malek. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like Alf. And to me, I mean, why not? not to like. Could we do, could we reboot Alf? Could Alf come back? Could Alf pick up and be, uh, you know, uh, uh, relevant in 2023? I think so. Besides just nostalgia based, you know, commercials. Yeah, I think so. If he's anything like. They, they go on, you know, establish, you know, he's 300 years old or whatever. Yeah. So essentially he's uh Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, so right. just like Chewie, he get a new pet every few years or whatever. As long as there's a, ah, I kill me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, this next one here, uh, according to reports, uh, Norman Reedus might be taking up the role of ghost rider way in the new blade movie. Way really? Yeah. Who's reporting this? uh where was it here it's okay it, it's i'm just i didn't see this one the That's news what comes from giant freaking robot okay well we'll take that with yeah, apparently it's a little hit and miss but <sighs> with 40 pounds of salt yeah but it could be cool i like that idea yeah um when we say norman Reedus is going to play ghost rider we are talking about i don't know if it's going to be the danny catch or the johnny blaze i can't see it being anybody but johnny blaze yeah but people are are looking at this like because the original Blade trilogy focused solely on vampires. Yeah. Does this mean the new one is going to open it up for like all the other supernatural elements from the Marvel universe? Well, because like your werewolf by night's already been established. Man, things in there. That's right. Uh, yeah. A whole bunch of others. I from mean, that episode. Marvel's dabbled in in Dracula. Yeah. So I mean, it's not impossible. Yeah. And it wouldn't be his first, you know, interaction with Marvel because he voiced Frank Castle in the 2013 animated film Iron Man Rise oh. of the Technovore. Oh, right. That's a good movie, by the way, if you've not seen it. Yeah. If you haven't, I can loan it to you. Nice. <laughs> good. Yeah. 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 
but apparently Blade is supposed to arrive in theaters February 14th, 2025. Again, with the strike, who knows when. Yeah, I mean, how do you... How do you... Yeah, I mean, it's hard to put a date on anything right now. Yeah. <laughs> Red says, sold! He's also getting a Walking Dead spinoff to himself. Has he not been out of the Walking Dead for like a while? A while? Yeah. Okay. But they brought back Negan too, so... That's true. Yeah. You mean Batman? No, I mean Dean Winchester's dad. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Batman. Should have been Batman. The comedian. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Um, we're getting close to the end though. Oh, are we getting to the end? Okay. So this is the time where just uh this is a last call for last uh for last anything. If uh if you wanted to have your say, now wanted the time. to uh to call in. Now is the last call for call-ins. Before we uh, wind things down for this week. Yeah. All right. Where are we going next? Another new trailer came out, though, and it's a red band one. So, oh, uh, yeah, we can't really put the kids away. Yeah. <laughs> Gen V. Yeah. Spinning out of the boys. Uh, Gen V. Uh, young aspiring heroes have their physical and moral boundaries put to the test while competing at Godokin Universe. Or no. So God. Godolkin. Godolkin. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Godolkin University. Uh, highly coveted they're going for the top ranking uh yeah top top student yeah. right so um and the reason that they are doing that is so they can join the seven joining the seven yeah oh now it looks like we've got a some uh we've got a couple uh, of stills from the trailer here. we got a we got some crossover people coming over it looks like uh a train is going to be in this one i still haven't as seen well as, yet. oh you haven't watched it yet no i'm behind oh, okay so a train's coming in rebels as, first as well yeah <laughs> And rebels, we got still got two more of those to get through. Yeah, um, as well as uh, oh my god, the the lady who works for Vought, who's basically running the seven right now, she's also uh, in the trailer as well. Hmm. Yeah, this one will be starring Jazz Sinclair, Chance Pedermo, uh, Lizzie Broadway, yeah. Shelley Kahn, Maddie Phillips, London Thor, uh, Derek La, Asa German, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Oh, nice. Uh, Sean Patrick Thomas, Marco Pigosi, Clancy Brown. Love that guy. Love, love me some Kurgan Clancy Brown. Yeah. Uh, Alexander Calvert and Jason Ritter. Okay. And it will also feature guest appearances from Jesse T. Usher. There you go. Uh, Colby Minilife, uh, Claudia DeMott, and PJ Byrne reprising their role. Oh, from, there you go. Uh, and the there's some of the crossover that I was talking about. Yeah. Apologize if I butchered any. No, no, it's okay. That's... <laughs> No offenses uh, were intended. Yep. But yeah, it's uh, coming from Prime Video, and it looks pretty. It looks uh, all right. I mean, the the boys has already had uh, an animated spinoff. Um, it, if you were a fan of the boys, this looks to be more of the same in terms yeah. of its graphical nature. Violence so and... yeah, um, which arguably is, and and I would I would put put the question up there, the boys or unbreakable sorry not unbreakable the um, invincible invincible because they both take a much edgier look uh, at uh, the, look uh, at, superhero at superheroes genre. yeah well one of the lines from this particular trailer she she goes back and she's like i exploded his dick <laughs> yeah she does she it does. is a red band trailer for a reason yeah, yeah exactly exactly but looks cool um i will be watching yeah i will be watching 
Well, it looks like we have uh, we've arrived at our last. Uh, we've come to the end of the road. Yeah, and it's been a long road. We've been, uh, been. almost two hours this week, and that's yeah. that's a long one. And for we us. left stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just too much to cover. Yeah, never mind. Whatever. One that I did leave out, and I'm kind of regretting. What's that? Uh, you know how we covered a couple weeks ago, thanks to Luna Moon Gothic. Yeah, uh, the Beetlejuice set. That's right. Yeah, some arsehole down there has went and stole the Lydia or the. Uh, Oh, what's her name? Catherine O'Hara. Okay. Yeah. Her statue that really ra- like uh, wraps around her and walks away. Yeah. It's 150 pounds and somebody walked off with it. That's awful. I mean, it'll never see the light of day. Probably not. Or like a hundred years from now, it'll turn up. It's like, yeah. oh, found it in a barn somewhere. What is this? Yeah. But uh, the Vermont police, they're looking for info and they, they've got a good humor about the situation. They said they called its name three times and it didn't come back. It didn't come back. Oh, so. All right. Well, as we wind down for this week, yeah. uh, it's time once again for our uh, regular segment. Uh, Andy's out there in the aisles uh, hunting for all of us to save you a few dollars on your uh, toy shopping experience with uh, toy hunting at Dollarama. And this week you're saving a bunch. What do you got for us? Uh, this week, Masters of the Universe large figures Ooh, are selling for five bucks. Nice. Uh, they regularly retail from between twenty to thirty dollars, depending on character. The large figures. Now these are from the Netflix from the, series. Uh, the Netflix one that's more aimed at kids. The younger kid one. Yeah. Um. But cool designs. Cool designs. Cool designs. Playable figures. They come with accessories. Yeah. Five bucks. You can't go wrong. Is that an Ultimate Warrior? That is an Ultimate Warrior. So that's that the other the... one that's showing up is the first wave of Masters of the WWE Universe. Wave one. Now that's a while ago. It is. Uh, these figures are again going for five dollars at Dollarama and regularly retailing originally for nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But specific characters do go for more. Well, so if you missed out the first time around, now's the now time. Is your chance. Now is the time because you can get uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, Goldberg, Kane, or Stephanie right. McMahon. And these were done like in the style of oh, the uh, five and a half inch He-Man. These are the like non-articulated. Well, they do have yeah, articulation. a little bit of articulation. Shoulders, yeah. hips. Yeah, just basic. Yeah. But not like but your origins. They scale with your... They totally do. And they used a part. Remember when Mattel was doing a, they did a master's line. Uh, it was before Origins. Yeah. They did this. The, the They used, you could part swap. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are, if you're into that line, totally worth doing. Yep. Five bucks each. You can't go wrong with that. No. Uh, was that it for this week? That is it for this week. Wow. What a, uh, what a show this week. Like the uh, word, it was a mouthful. (laughs) Mouthful of phobia. (laughs) Thanks to, uh, our, uh, our, uh, fans, uh, for submitting mouthful of phobia, by the way. Um, if you, have a uh, completely ridiculous word that you think would stump a bunch of people and you want us to use it for lexicon, send it to us at uh, fandompower3 at gmail.com. Because we're going to do that again next week because that one has been fun. I enjoyed yeah. doing that. Well, man, what do you think? Good show? I think so. Time to, Time to shut uh, her down and wrap it up. For, I think uh, so. For another week. I'm, uh, I'm still, I'm feeling the effects of the sunburn. <laughs> Well, it's time to rest then. Uh, All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on uh, this edition of uh, Random Fandom Tuesday. Do come back and hang out with us uh, on Sunday night as we come back uh, for part 10 of our Road to Ahsoka review series, where we are looking at the fan favorite character, Ahsoka Tano, through the lens 
of the uh, Ahsoka Essential playlist over on Disney+. Plus. We've only got a couple more weeks left of that before we get to the live-action show, which I cannot wait! And if that's not your style, come back next Tuesday when we get to do Random Fandom all, all over, over again. And uh, don't forget, bring your Random Fandom because we can't cover everything. We can try, but we won't <laughs> do right. it. All right, everybody. Until then, uh, for Fandom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Bye for now. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. 